Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by Line Star App, the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Line Star App and at Line Star MLB. And definitely download the app in the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. It's what you're going to want to build all of your successful lineups in all sports, not just baseball. So check it all out there. Download it. Get all the goods. You can find myself on Twitter at BDNTrick and my co-host, as always, on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing? I'm great. You know, D-backs didn't play today, so they couldn't lose. So that was a win. Didn't get my homer from Chris Bryant. Cower did not last very long at all. It was a weird day. It was a weird day getting all my lineups set and done in like 10 minutes. It was very strange, the three-day, the three-game slate. Yeah, no, watching Cower's first innings, that's all you got to see because that's all he lasted. <laughs> um, Not even all of it. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You could tell the adrenaline was just flowing because he had nothing. He had no command. He had nothing. <laughs> he, It was nothing like we've seen of, in the minor leagues from him. So I'm really looking forward to the next start when he's even cheaper and lower owned because I will be back on that train. He's he's too good for this production. So, yeah, give me all the Cower and, and going from there. But it was a, um, a wild slate, a whole three games, but we'll move on. We have 15 games on Tuesday, loaded slate, and there's like six games where there's 20 to 30% chances of rain, so just keep an eye on them. I don't think it's going to be much. We should have every game play. But just keep an eye on those. They're all either in the northern, northern central portion of the state, a country, or in the northeast. So all those games up there, Baltimore, Philly. That's 50, lower than 50% 50. on all of them. That should be, yeah, we so should we're be good. fine. We should be fine, but you know how that goes. Some teams Weathermen like, ah. are always correct exactly that's my point so uh <laughs> watch all those goodies there just beware so but we should get all 15 games and let's just get popping on this atlanta at philadelphia we have a barn burner out the gate between drew smiley and aaron nola over under eight and a half on this one smiley 64 on dk 67 on fandle nola's 94 on dk 83 on fandle i think i'm passing on both pitchers on this one bugs yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm I'm right there with you as far as the pitchers go here because, you know, like I'm just not – the slate is too big, and you're going to hear this a bunch from me today, that the slate is just too big to trust uh, a guy like Drew Smiley, right? Nola, this will be his third start uh, against Atlanta this year. Uh, the first one, he went six and two-thirds, two earned runs, six strikeouts, no walks. That was his first start of the year. And then his second start was uh, like three or four starts ago. Uh, four innings pitch, five earned, four strikeouts, and one walk. So it's a bit, a bit, a bit of a mixed bag. So I'm not going to go with any of them. I'm going to stick to bats here. And there's not, not a ton of bats to love in this game either. Uh, there's a little PVB data here. Kutch is three for seven against Smiley with two bombs. Uh, nine for 26 for Acuna, two doubles, two homers with a 346 average against Nola. Freddie Freeman, 13 for 50 with three doubles and two homers. That's only a 260 average, but a lot of experience. And then the guys that have been hitting well on both sides, Albies and Swanson for Atlanta, for Philly, uh, Herrera, Realmuto, and Segura all picking it up recently. Yeah, I'm always a fan of stacking against Drew Smiley. Like it's a 15 game slate, so I guess it's not mandatory. But McCutcheon's just on fire right now. You mentioned the BVP already. 
he is really, really hitting the ball well over the last 10 to 14 games. So I don't mind him at his uh, kind of reduced price at 4,300 on DK, 35 on FanDuel. And you can stack him up with uh, Hoskins and Met, the Harper, the Rio Mutos of the world, um, see what else they put in the lineups. But I really like Kutch tonight, even if he's like a one-off or a cash game play. I think he's got some upside in this matchup. I'm not looking to target Nola on a slate this size. If it was a smaller slate, I'd try to be contrarian, but uh, I don't think I'm going to need to be just yet on this one. So I'll pass on that and head to Pittsburgh. The Los Angeles Dodgers at the Pittsburgh Pirates. We have Walker Bueller versus JT Brubaker. It is a total of eight in this one. And uh, you got Bueller, 9,800 bucks on DK, 10-8 on FanDuel. Brubaker, 72 on DK, 69 on FanDuel. Bueller is extended to 100 pitch. Is he's throwing six or more innings. It's hard not to like a lot of Walker Bueller tonight, Scott Bogman. Yeah, I mean, four quality starts in a row for him, and this is against Pittsburgh. Uh, he is definitely a target. I usually like Brubaker, too, but not against the Dodgers. So for me, this is uh, Dodger, Bats, and Bueller, Bellinger, Chris Taylor, Mookie Betts. Um, you know, I, I guess if you wanted some Pittsburgh Bats, maybe to be contrarian, Reynolds, Frazier, and Hayes have been hot, but I think you can rinse, repeat those game, those names on a game to game basis. Those are the only ones you would want in any game pretty much out of this lineup. Yeah. hundred percent agree the the pirate side, it's the same suspects, as you mentioned, uh, Bellinger starting to get going. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see how that continues to go, but Gavin Lux is very affordable. If you want some cheaper Dodgers exposure, uh, maybe the beaties of the world or something pop in there, but I'm not like the Dodgers are always in play pretty much on any slate. Cause that's just their offense. I'm not like in love with them compared to some other offenses tonight, but I do like Bueller quite a bit, especially on DK. The $9,800, he's the third most expensive pitcher. His floor is outstanding. He's probably my favorite cash game pitcher on DK at the payup spot, and we'll get into why as we talk farther along in this slate. But I like him a lot in this matchup versus Pittsburgh. His floor, I think, is tremendous in that matchup. Uh, New York Mets at the Baltimore Orioles. We have Peterson versus Zimmerman. Total of nine as it should be, folks, because this <laughs> should be a game for offense. I'm not using either pitcher. What about you, Box? Yeah, I'm going to pass on the pitching here as well. So, uh, I mean, Peterson and Zimmerman. The, the the bats here, you know, Smith has been white hot. He had a great weekend, 4,800, 2,900 on FanDuel. McCann, Lindor's been hitting. Uh, are you any interest going back in yes. on Lindor, even though he's had a miserable year? I love it. He's on actually before that 0 for 4 on Sunday. The dude had multiple hit games in 3 or 4. He is really revving it up. So I think that streak is coming. So get him while he's cheap. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Mountcastle and Mullins have been two of the best players in the league over the last week. Mountcastle just won AL Player of the Week. Uh, DJ Stewart, your boy, has been hitting and he's cheap 28 and 24. And your other boy, Santander, is cheap too 33 and 26. So it's all about bats in that one. Yeah, I stacked the Orioles, I think, every day over the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and it was very profitable. So I'm going to continue going there in this matchup. A, the ballpark always loves baseball. Even in these potential rain games, the temperatures are all in the 80s, and they're humid as hell. So the ball's still going to be flying out of these ballparks. Bad teams, good ballpark to hit in. Give me the O's. Don't mind a little Mets action. You talked about the guys there, um, especially Lindor. I'm a big fan of that price point in that matchup. But give me all the Orioles. Love Mountcastle. Uh, Mancini's in play. There's a lot to like with the O's. And yeah, and don't worry about the lefty lefty with Mullins. He's hitting lefties just fine. He used to be a switch hitter. He decided not to anymore. So uh, yeah, Orioles, I like them a lot on this slate. 
Colorado at the Miami Marlins. We got Antonio Sensatella and Pablo Lopez. He got pushed back to Tuesday. If you're a season-long fantasy owner, you're very excited about that. Not pitching in Boston, pitching at home in, against Colorado. Much better trade-off. Um, Over-under of seven in this one. You got Pablo Lopez, 87 on DK, 96 on FanDuel. Sensatella is 59 on DK, 75 on FanDuel. I don't mind Pablo more of a cash game than a tournament because he doesn't have the ceiling I like, but I could see going to Pablo for me. Yeah, I mean, no, Sensatella has been decent, but not enough strikeout upside. Uh, Lopez, love him in this one. High K upside in Colorado on the road. I, I'm not. I'm not obsessed with him, but I do like him in this start. So I think there's too many other options to go after him. Uh, like I, I'm, I'm deciding really between like six. Bueller's one that we already talked about. There's five other guys I really like here, and he's just not on that list. He's just outside of it. Yeah, and that's fair because it's, it's a night where we have a good chunk of like aces or close to ace material and great matchups. So no no reason to, to doubt that, but uh, it could be a nice low ownership play if you put a lot of lineups together, but not a must like Bogman said. Do you Are you interested in the bats though? Miami has been swinging it a little better before today's Boston game. Yeah, they've been, they've been better. And, and Starling Marte, who went yard today, good track record against Sensatella, five for eight with a double and a homer. Uh, that's a 625 batting average. Matt Adams, he should get in the lineup because he's good against Lopez, five for nine against him in his career, hitting 556. The other guys, uh, Tapia, Blackman, Hampson, and Rogers uh, and Fuentes have all been hitting for Colorado a little bit, which is another reason to fade Lopez a little bit. Just, you know, Miami's bats have been a little hotter and, uh, or Colorado's and then Jesus Aguilar, 4,500 and 3000. I think he leads. Doesn't, is, is he the league leader in RBI or, uh, maybe NL leader, uh, Aguilar? I know he's pretty close. He might be the NL for sure. I don't know if he's the overall. I know Mancini's up there pretty high too, but uh, he's gotta be close. Yes. He's been crushing it ever since he started calling it out earlier this year. He's just been blazing. Blazing hot. Uh, he was big over the weekend. Uh, the other thing is NL wanted, leader. You know, NL okay. leader, 44. So Mancini, Abreu, Guerrero, Meadows, and Devers yeah. all have more than him. If you want to stack Miami for some reason, I'd go Marte, Aguilar, and maybe some C. Dick or some Cooper. There you go. That'd be my because Dickerson and Cooper are both very cheap. And so that's an angle to go. Because Sensatella, like you said, he's been good. You can expose him. I just wish this game wasn't in Miami. That's my biggest problem. Right, right, right. That just really sucks it up. Houston at Boston in this one. Framber Valdez versus Martin Perez over under of 10, which was kind of surprising to me thinking Framber was really good in his last start. It is Boston. Martin Perez has pitched really well over late, but it's Martin Perez. So um, <laughs> you got Framber at 86 on DK, 10,000 on Fandle, Perez 74 and 85. I'm really not going to use either pitcher out of respect for the offenses, but I love the Houston bats. Yeah, I'm a little surprised that the over is that high as well because, like yeah. you said, Valdez, great in his second start. He had 10 strikeouts and one walk, which was against Boston. So yep. uh, a little surprising to see this, but there's some good PVB data for the Strohs against Perez. Uh, eight for 14 for Maldonado, three doubles for him, six for 12, hitting 500. Yuli Gurriel against uh, Perez. No extra base hits in that one, though. And then uh, a lot of experience for Altuve. Of course, he's been around forever. 13 for 42 with seven doubles against uh, Perez, which is a uh, 310 average. And then, like you said, there's been hot bats on both sides. Renfro, 38 and 3,000, one of the hotter bats in the league right now. Verdugo, 32 and 33, uh, one of the rare instances where he's Price cheaper on DK. Arroyo has been hitting a little bit cheaper on DK as well. 2000 versus 2300. And then Correa, Tucker, and Straw on the Astros side have all been pretty hot recently as well. 
Yeah, I always feel bad when I don't use Framber. It's like one of those. I think if I build twenty lineups <laughs> or something, I'll have a little bit of Framber just because. But I respect Boston enough, especially at home in Fenway. Love Astros, like you you mentioned, Maldonado, Guriel, Altuve, Guriel at forty four on DK, thirty one on Fanduel, mashes lefties. So this is a, that's a great price point for Guriel. Uh, you got Correa, you got Bregman is priced up, but still a good play. I like the Astros a lot. I think a lot of people are going to like the Astros a lot. So keep that in mind. But it is a 15-game slate, so it should spread out the ownership quite a bit. Milwaukee at the Cincinnati Reds. Adrian Hauser, Sonny Gray. Now, this game should be over under 10, but it's 8.5. <laughs> um, I'm not going to use Adrian Hauser. Gray, 84, 8,000. I guess you can make the argument for. I'm not using either pitcher. I have much more enjoyment in some outfielder for the Reds tonight. Gray is one of my six that, that I'm okay. interested in. He's I, on the, it makes sense. I get it. I get it. It's on the lower end uh, of the six, but he is, he's just got a high K upside. And, you know, the, the Brewers haven't been hitting. There's a little PVB day, uh, data against him. Willie Domus, three for five against him with a homer, uh, three for 11 for Yelich with a triple and a bomb. And he's been heating up recently, but way more PVB versus uh, Hauser in the Reds' favor. 5 for 14 for Cassianos, a double and a bomb. 5 for 13 for Suarez with uh, two homers against him. And then how about this? Winker, yep. 8 for 13 with five homers against Hauser. He owns Hauser. So uh, just an easy one there. India and Stevenson have also been hitting. So th those uh, I'm not really interested in too many Milwaukee bats. So, so one may say Winker is a homeowner. Yes, he he is. Yeah, he's a houser for sure. Yes, uh, but yeah, no, I love that's the guy I was saying. That's the guy I'm most interested in this slate. Probably my favorite player on the slate, and you are not taking him from me later on in the show in the slate. Just gonna throw that out there right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, li listen. Uh, okay, that's fine. I won't take him from you. You can have Winker for your call, but uh, I'm actually it impressed with your dad joke right there because it was original and off the top of your head. I'm assuming. I know. I figured. I figured. You know, the people that want to watch on the Line Star YouTube channel, which you can do, I figured they would have saw your eyes roll in the back of your head, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. So that was no. Good. At least it, w it was original. That that's yeah. uh, you know that's a pretty big marker for me. Got got to make <laughs> it your own. I did definitely. I got that. That I got that trademarked. I totally bit my tongue right there. Got that one trademarked. But yeah, give me the Reds. Reds are one of my two top stacks on this slate. I will fade Adrian Hauser over and over. You prefer lefties, but just play them all. Like Suarez is cheap. India leading off is super cheap. Ever since they put him in the leadoff spot, he's crushing baseballs. So love that. But make sure Winker is in that lineup at all costs. That is the first guy you put in your lineup. Uh, Seattle at the Detroit Tigers. You have. Um, no total on this one, surprisingly. That is very interesting. We got almost all the totals. We don't have that one. It's Marco Gonzalez versus Matt Boyd. Gonzalez, 76 on DK, 71 on Fandle. Boyd, 65 and 74. Marco only threw 50 pitches in his last start. We knew they were going to limit him. They plan on limiting him for a little while. So that kind of limits the exposure I want to Marco Gonzalez. Any interest in Boyd? Uh, look, Marco Gonzalez would be my last of the six just because it's against yep. Detroit. But, but like you said... Uh, very little interest. He's like a contrarian play, a giant tournament play, something like that. Uh, Boyd, 18 earned runs this last 20 and two thirds. So hard not pass. Good. I mean, I, it makes me interested in Seattle bats, which I have not been interested in all year. Uh, Seager, four for 11, two doubles and two homers against Boyd, two for six for Tom Murphy with two bombs. Uh, his two hits both being bombs against him. Three for six for Goodrum against Gonzalez. But Detroit's been hitting a little, too. Yep. Uh, Eric Haas, 39 and 3,000. Good option here. Scope's been hitting. 
42 and 3,000. Castro and Badu and Jake Fraley for Seattle. I mean, uh, 29 and 26, a nice cheap option. He's been dropping some bombs recently. After he hit that first one, he's uh, kept it up. So uh, there's some Seattle bats to kind of like and, you know, maybe clip that and save it because I'm not going to say it too often. This is a funny game because this is the two no-nos, the three no-no teams. And so we got this going for us. But um, it's also a great game to find your value bets. Like you mentioned a lot of them. Jonathan Scope, he's priced up actually, but he's hitting over 400 in his last 10 games with six home runs. Uh, He's hitting everything. We know Eric Koss was hitting everything. Uh, You you mentioned Fraley. There's a lot of value to be had in this game if you need it. I'm not saying go run to play Seattle, Detroit, but I can definitely see some appeal if you need a little little of this or a little of that type situation. Washington Nationals, Tampa Bay Rays, Johnny Lester, Tyler Glass now over under seven and a half, so the Rays must be scoring six of those at least. Um, <laughs> Lester, 69 on DK, 6,000 on Fandle. Glass now 10K on DK, 11,000 on Fandle. I think Glass now is one of the higher ceiling options. I know it's Captain Obvious stuff here, but I just I love him in this matchup. Yeah, I mean, he is. he's probably... Uh, number one or number two option uh, okay. on the, st- the slate tonight. Uh, Lester is in no way, but three out of the four, three out of his last four for Glass have been quality, high K upside. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm all about it. And then there's some PVB data for Tampa Bay against Lester as well. Marco, five for 10 against him, hitting 500, three for five for Zunino, uh, three for six for Meadows, all of these being extra base hits, double, triple, and a homer for him and then uh not a, but but not a lot on either side hitting very well recently soto and turner and bell have all you know those guys have been hitting so if you want to pay up bell is fairly cheap but turner and Soto you got to pay for uh walls for tampa bay has been hitting a little bit when he's in the lineup 29 and 2100 yeah they usually bat wall six which is nice you got yandy diaz brosu some of those guys they put in there versus lefties you get some nice value in that regards but margot and meadows are the two you want zunino's always a tournament type play you mentioned margot 31 on dk three thousand on Fanduel. he either leads off or hits fourth versus lefties so either way phenomenal spot to take advantage of and the one thing i'll say is i'm not looking to target glass now i'm looking to throw with a lot of glass now he's one of my favorite he actually is my favorite tournament pitcher on the slate i I prefer Bueller in cash. I prefer Glass now in tournaments. But um, Soto is a great one-off at any point in time, especially at 48. That's cheap for Soto. It really is. So that's something to consider. I want to mention Trey Turner. He's expensive, but you can run all over Glass now. When he yeah. got in trouble this last start because guys were stealing all over him, he does not hold guys on. So you got to get on base. That's the t- that's tough against Glass now. But Turner could legit steal two bases every time he's on. So that's something to keep in mind if you want to be quite contrarian. San Francisco Giants, Texas Rangers, Alex Wood, Jordan Lyles over under eight and a half on this one. Wood looking to bounce back 8,000 on DK, 87 on Fandle, Lyles 53 and 67. I really like this for a Wood bounce back spot. Yeah, I mean, he he's this is a good bounce back spot. And honestly, I wrote, yeah, maybe with Wood because I thought you were going to gush about him. But this is this is a good spot for him. So I yep. uh, don't want anything to do with Lyles, of course. Okay. Uh, too many good options to play him in this slate. Wish he would have been on, you know, the three game slate that yeah. that would have put him in play, but not here. So Wood is a decent option. I'll give it to you. Yeah, I, I do like Wood to bounce back. I watched that last start, and he's had zero command at all. He couldn't. He was praying to find the strike zone. It was nothing. I'm just going to notch that one up to like it's one of those days. We'll see if something's here today. Then we'll, we'll worry about you know injury or something. But I'm just going to let that one go. I mentioned the Reds is one of my favorite stacks. The Giants are my second favorite stack. Absolutely love yeah. them versus Lyles, especially the lefties, especially the value lefties. Like it's a massively fun spot. 
Yeah, Duggar, 3,200. Uh, good option here. Solano, 33 and 22. And Posey has, uh, he's five for 18, 278 average against him with three doubles and a homer. Uh, you know, on the Texas side, uh, Willie Calhoun's been hitting and he's cheap. IKF is still, IKF, 2,300 on uh, FanDuel, which is a bit surprising. And then Brock Holt, who's been hitting a little bit if he's in the lineup, 24 and 22. So there's some decent bats in this game. Dude, this giant stack on Fandle. Dickerson's 22, Solano's 22, um, Duggar's 24. Hawkman and Wade are probably super cheap, too, because they're another cheap on DK. You can have a lot of fun with the Giants and get some really primo pitching and some other top-end bats. Like That's pretty good stuff right there, but I like them on DK as well. My second favorite stack behind the Reds on this slate. New York Yankees at the Minnesota Twins. We have Jordan Montgomery versus Michael Pineda over under of nine. Pineda coming back off the IL. He's 82 on DK, 7,000 on FanDuel. And they got Jomo, 79 on both sides. He's shown some really good ceilings, some shaky starts. Twins are a little banged up, though. So this is interesting. Do you like either pitcher? No, uh, it just I'm chalking this up to too many options. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I like both these guys, but I'm I'm not going to play either one of them tonight. Pass. Uh, it's bats Bad. for me. It's Sano two for five against him with a with, against Montgomery with a bomb, and then guys like Polanco, Garlic, Donaldson, Nick Gordon uh, had a great game the other day, twenty nine hundred, twenty one hundred. Uh, Ryan Jeffers has been hitting as well, and then on the Yankee side. Uh, Glaber has picked it up. Miguel Andiwar cheaper on DK than FanDuel 23 and 26 judge and Urshela. Uh, so lots of bats to be had in this one. Yeah. This, this feels like it's one of those games where the Yankees might finally wake up. I just have that weird feelings. So we've been waiting for it because they're too good not to, they're kind of getting healthier. And is actually hitting. Like you said, Torres is hitting. It just feels like one of those games where they might just pop off. I'm going to do the John Wick. Gift. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm kind of back. One of those. Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. That gift. Like it just. I I don't like the Yankees, but on a big slate, at least you'll get them lower owned than usual. It just has that feeling. And then you mentioned some twins plays like Garlic's cheap. He'll lead off versus a lefty. Jeffers is playing well, so you got some nice cheapies if you want some twins action as well. But the Yankees are. They have my attention. I have to. I want to look into them some more when that lineup comes out to see if it all kind of sinks. But uh, there's definitely something going on there. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays, Chicago White Sox, Robbie Ray, Carlos Rodon, over under of eight on this one. Uh, Rays ninety five and ninety three. Rodon ninety seven and ten six. Both these guys are really good, but I respect the bats so much, Bogman, on this slate. I kind of want to pass. It's exactly what I have written down. So uh, it's the exact great minds think alike, Bub. Uh, yeah. I, just because we respect the offenses. Uh, not going to go with either one of these pitchers, even though they have been really great this year, uh, especially surprisingly Robbie Ray. Like what they've done with him in Toronto is so fantastic because he was miserable out here in the desert. So uh, really impressive with what they've done. But, you know, give me bats. Give me Vlad, Gritchick, Guriel, Simeon, all been hitting for Toronto and even more guys on Chicago on the Chicago side. Grant Dahl, you know, that uh, I think he has one of the lower bat pips in the league is starting to turn that around. Uh, he's 46 and 29. Tim Anderson, Jake Lamb has been hitting another former Diamondback that's turning it around. Uh, Madrigal and Yoan Moncada have all been raking. So uh, pick up pick up some bats in this game and avoid the pitchers. Yeah, you might get Madrigal leading off again with the lefty on the mound. I'm always a fan. I talk about it all the time. Like, I don't care who's pitching most of the time. The the, the Jays are always live because <laughs> yeah. that, that lineup is just so crazy. And if you can get to either of these bullpens, you, you can really get something going. So I don't mind attacking the bats. Like, I like these pitchers so much. I wouldn't be shocked if they pulled something off here. 
It's just one of those games where I just don't want to mess with it. There's 15 game slates. I'm just going to take some bats or walk away type thing. Yeah. Cleveland at St. Louis. This one, the other high priced arm on this slate, Shane Bieber versus Carlos Martinez over under seven and a half. Bieber 10, three on DK 11, five on FanDuel. Martinez 62 at 64. Bieber's obviously in the discussion as probably one of your top six. I'm always team fade Carmart, but we'll start with your Bieber take first. Yeah, same. I mean, there's not much more to be said. Bieber's the number one guy on the slate today. So uh, I like the St. Louis bats, but I'm not going to play them against Bieber, which kind of makes me interested because I am also hashtag team fade Carmart. And uh, I mean, Harold Ramirez is cheap, so 2700 a piece. Uh, Don't understand that price site. tag at all. Yeah, that. he's been hitting. So he's in cleanup. He's, <laughs> he's interesting. Uh, four for nine for Eddie Rosario with a double against uh, Carmart two. Ahmed Rosario has been hitting, and he's cheap, thirty four and twenty five. Bradley Zimmer is cheap, and he's been hitting twenty four and twenty one. Then, if you want to pay up, weirdly, Cesar Hernandez. I mean, did I even get this price right on Fanduel? How is Cesar yeah. Hernandez twenty two hundred? No, makes no sense. And then, you know, Jose, you can pay for, obviously, yep. uh, if you want. But uh, Cesar Hernandez at 22, you almost have to take him at that price. That's absurd. There's one other guy, if you want to get real freaky dicky with the, the Indians here. Um, he's 2K on both sides. But we're going to play first base. Bobby Bradley got called there up. There you go. He's four for five in his first two games with a home run and two doubles. I, he is... He's like destroyed that. everything in the minors before. Last year when he got called up, he didn't do anything. I sent back down. Might be one of those things that took time, or maybe he's had a good first two games. Carmart's a great test for that. That's all I know. So um, you give me Bobby Bradley at 2K at the power upside he has. And you mentioned Rosario. Like He's cheap right now. I know the season's been disappointing, but if you really look at stuff, he's played really well over the last like two weeks. Like it's slowly, it's, it's inconsistently good right now instead of just inconsistently horrible, which it was before. <laughs> he's, he's getting better, so that price tag is really cheap. So enjoy it. Stacking the Indians is never fun because their offense sucks, but this is a phenomenal matchup at a great price point. I am a fan of it. I think it's going to be a. It might be one of those where you wouldn't be shocked if it fails you. But it just—it seems like it's in a really, really good spot. A few more games to go here on this slate: Kansas City Royals, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Chris Bubik, Andrew Heaney, my nemesis. Over <laughs> under nine on this one. You got Bubik sixty-three and sixty-six. Heaney seventy-one and eighty-one. I think Bubik's an entertaining punt play if you need one. Because there's not a lot of punt plays on this slate. Heaney, you're probably going to like him. I understand why someone would like him. I just—I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. I like the Royals bats, and I'm going to—they're probably going to get shut out. Yeah, no way. I mean, I'm not taking either one of them. Yeah, like I said, if if, if there's a yeah, uh, you know, a secondary pitcher that I like, it's Marco Gonzalez today. You know, it's yeah. not going to be Heaney. So hard pass on both these guys. Heaney's been pretty good recently, and, yeah. and I, I do like him. I like him more than you do. But I mean, that's not saying a lot. You know, that'd be like uh, <laughs> low, which one? Of, which one of us hates the Dodgers more? You know what I yes. mean? Like it's uh, <laughs> exactly that, that. That's a tough one to sell anyone, of course. So it's all about the bats here for me. Merrifield, Benintendi. I mean, Red Sox got to be regretting that trade at this point. Uh, yeah. Salvi Perez, Michael Taylor, Calvin Gutierrez has been hitting, and he's twenty two hundred apiece. You mentioned how they moved up and up in the lineup to the leadoff spot and how he's been crushing 39 and 34. Rendon, Max Stassi has been hitting, and he went yard on Monday night too. So yep. 26 and 23 makes it uh, you know, playable. So I, I just like bats. No pitchers for me in this one. I, I talk about it a lot on these big slates, Boggs. 
the West Coast Hammer is always low owned, and this game yeah. could be the West Coast Hammer. Fifteen games, so many of those start at seven ten, seven fifteen Eastern. A lot of people want to watch their guys play, and it makes sense. That's what's supposed to be fun about fantasy. I get it. So stay but up. If you're just stay up building, one night. Yeah, this is uh, potentially the late night hammer situation in that game. Uh, two more games to go here before we get to those. Remember to rate and review the podcast on iTunes. We would truly appreciate it. Follow Lion Star on Twitter at Lion Star App and at Lion Star MLB and check out their YouTube page where you can watch this wonderful show five days a week. Subscribe, give the old thumbs up there and enjoy all the good stuff on that. Arizona Diamondbacks, Oakland Athletics, Jean Duplantier versus Chris Bassett over under eight and a half on this one. Duplantier is 5K and 55. Bassett's 88 on DK, 97 on Fandle. And Bogman, this is no slight against you, but Bassett is probably one of my favorite points per dollar plays on this entire slate when it comes to pitching. He's my number three behind Bieber Glass yeah. now. He's, so he's too he's too cheap, especially on DK. Yeah, he's way too cheap. So uh yeah, I, I absolutely love him in this slate. There's a little PVB data against him, not much. Two for six with a double and a homer for Peralta, who might be traded before this game. So who knows? True. Uh two for six with two doubles for Eduardo Escobar, who's been uh hitting well recently too. But for me, it's Bassett, and then it's anybody against Duplantier. I think an Oakland stack is more than in play tonight. I would actually recommend it. Matt Olson, 52 and 39. Tony Kemp's been hitting. He's 27 and 21 if he's in the lineup. Mark Canna, 43 37. Sean Murphy, Chad Pender, Elvis Andrews, Jed Lowry. Get stack some A's in your lineup because Duplantier has been terrible. Yeah, and he won't go long until you get more of that D-backs bullpen. Like, this is what you want. Like, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm having so much fun. I'm having so many games, like, all these green circles because all my guys are playing late, and I'm looking, I'm making no money, and it's all just going to start climbing. It's beautiful, and the A's will be a big part of that. You mentioned stack them up and all of the Chris Bassett. I'm going to have way too much Chris Bassett on Tuesday night. I'm going to live and die with the Bassett, which is fine. I'm good with that. Last game of the evening, Chicago Cubs, San Diego Padres, Davies, Lamette, over under seven and a half, this total seems low. Davies is 61 yes. and 58. Lamette, 73 and 65. I'll, I'll say Lamette was better his last time out, but still can't go deep into games. You're waiting for the hiccup. Davies just is not good to me. So it's all about the bats again for me in this one. Yeah, I mean, neither one of these guys is trustable. And uh, there's bats. There's not a ton of bats here, but uh, obviously some PVB data against Lamette. Three for four for Hosmer with a double and a homer. Three for four for Hayward as well with a double. Uh, Patrick Wisdom has been the best player in baseball over the last week for whatever reason. Uh, 4,000 and 3,300. He's a cheap option you probably need in your lineup. Wilson Contreras, uh, for, uh, Fernando Tatis, Tommy Pham, Hayson Kim have all been hitting. So those are the bats I like for that one. Yeah, if you want to get some, and, and then Caratini's 2700 on DK, I'll, I'll take the value where you need a catcher. I would not use him on FanDuel. But if you need a, a catcher, value is one of my favorite values on the slate. All right. Again, like I said, follow Lionstar on Twitter at Lionstar app at Lionstar MLB because every day they tweet out awesome information, lineups, home runs, everything. But they also, once a day, tweet out the home run calls of the day where Bogman, myself, and Ryan Humphreys will make a home run call. And if you retweet the tweet, three lucky retweeters will get chosen to win some free swag. So, Bogman, on June 8th, I have Jesse Winker. We've already established that. Jesse Winker's <laughs> going deep. I'm going to live and die with that. I play him. I had him on Sunday everywhere. I've, like, I love this man at first right the pitches, especially ones that suck, especially in Great American Small Park. So, give me Jesse Winker. We are allowed to take the same guy. That, that That's is, okay. That is, that is allowed. It's okay. Who do you you like? can You can have Winker. I'm going to take you. Kutch against Smiley. Give me I love Andrew McCutcheon to go yard against Smiley. I love that one, too. He's already got two against him this 
th this one, I mean, come on. Uh, these, these are, yeah. I, I think these are locks right here. They I mean, be. obviously no one is ever a lock for a homer. It's hard to call them, but I mean, the, our odds are the better than they've ever been uh, in, in this whole contest this year. So let's go. Let's just say I, before the show, I put the outline out for my article. I put out on Tuesdays, which are DraftKings plays and two of my three outfielders are, McCutcheon and Winker. This is like a magic <laughs> trick from AGT. You just have two of the three already, and you haven't even seen the show. So that's that's the way that works. But uh, again, everybody, follow Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at Pediatric. Good luck on your Tuesday, 15 game slate. We'll be back with you guys on Monday. But see you later. Good luck. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the On Deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.